But looking in that mirror and making commitments and writing them down and doing what you say you will do for yourself is a huge piece of building trust in yourself. So you want to make an impact. You're thinking about starting a business, sharing your voice. How do women do it that handle motherhood, family, and still chase after those dreams? We'll listen each week as we dive into the stories of women who know. This is Call Me CEO. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Call Me CEO. I am your host, Camille Walker, and today we are talking about how to build confidence, tangible ways that you can practice mirror talking to help you improve the quality of the messages you are sending to yourself with thought and actual words that you start the day with. Now, this is a new episode that I'm offering on Fridays. It's Coaching with Camille. What I'm asking for is that you actually send in questions that we can discuss. You get to be a guest on the show. It's a shorter episode, but we're always concerned and talking about women, motherhood, how you're balancing building a business or sustaining yourself in home, family, and work, whatever that approach is. So welcome. If it's your first time here, please subscribe, leave a comment review. That's always helpful. And what I love more than anything is connecting and sharing women's stories. We do that every single Tuesday. And today, because it is a Friday, I'm doing a special episode. And this is one that was a sensitive question that came in. So I'm doing it solo and I'll do those from time to time. But building confidence is something that is a muscle that can be practiced and strengthened. I think many times we look around and think that other people have it figured out that they must have come this way. And while sure, there could be people who have a little more self-confidence or assurance, it is something that no matter who you are, it needs to be developed in a way that can be tangible. I think for me as a kid, there were times I would look around and even more so as a woman, I don't think this is anything that ever goes away at a certain age or a specific time, but you look around and you might think, that person really has this figured out or how can they show up and record a video or how can they show their face and be able to be authentic and real or mess up and know it's okay. I think that one of the things that's happened that's really good about social media in the past couple of years is that authenticity and rawness and imperfection is celebrated. And it's something that we don't want perfection. We want to see the messy. We want to see the sticky fingers, the messy house. It's okay if you're not perfectly polished with a fresh face every day. And so that's something that as you're thinking about this confidence practice, knowing that perfection is not the goal, that's not something that should be something you attain to, or you will always be disappointed. So today we're going to be talking about how to actually do a practice of a mirror exercise. That's what we're calling it, how to develop a mirror exercise. And one thing that's interesting is as I've listened to different podcasts or books or self-help gurus, it seems as though most of them have a physical practice that you should do in speaking to yourself or even giving yourself a high five in the morning. I don't know if you've heard that from Mel Robbins, I believe is who shared that most recently, but she tells people to physically give themselves a high five in the mirror and to, or to say something like, we've got this, or I've got you, or you're amazing. Another book I read recently um, is called Tiny Habits, I believe is what it's called. And his practice is every time that your feet hit the ground, 
that you physically do something with your body, whether it's like a hand pump or like putting your hands in the air and you make an exclamation out loud. It doesn't have to be out loud, but he said it can be more effective if it's done that way because your brain processes it differently. Physical, say it out loud. It can be said in your head because if it is so foreign to us, we don't want to, you know, think that we're being so ridiculous that you don't want to keep doing it. So whatever that progress looks like for you, maybe it's when your feet hit the ground, you think of a positive thought. Maybe for you, it's the high five. Maybe for you, you could do the hand pump in the air. In fact, one of the questions that they ask you is imagine that you just landed a really big something, whether it's like that three point shot or that job you've always wanted or a yes from the person you've always wanted to date or whatever the thing is, what would be like a physical reaction or something you would say to celebrate that moment? And I think that that takes a little bit of vulnerability to put ourselves there of like, what would I say? And what would that look like? Think about your teenage self maybe, and what would that person say? And it doesn't have to be the coolest thing. It's really just what makes you feel great. So that's a first practice. Now, this mirror practice is something that you can try if you're wanting to go a little bit further in your steps. I'm going actually going to um, have you think about this. In fact, if you have a paper and a pen, it may be a good idea to write these down. So number one is I want you to acknowledge your wins and victories of the day. Now, if this is something reflective, it could be from the day before, if you do it in the morning, or it could be the day of of that night. And listen, I'm talking about very simple, tiny little wins. Like it could be that you brushed your teeth and remembered to take a vitamin or that you were able to communicate effectively with a coworker, a child. Maybe you made a good choice about something that you did for yourself, whether that was meditation or eating a vegetable or whatever. It could also be big things, big things that you're working towards, but this is meant to really open up almost like a gratitude space for the wins, the wins for your life. For verbalizing affirmations, these are your chosen beliefs. So one by one, I'm going to tell you what these are. And again, if you have a paper and a pen, I'll go through these a little bit slower so you can write them down. The first one is to say, I am enough. It is a simple statement, and I think it's a very powerful one. It's one that if we are in a place, whether it's with parenting, your job, your your relationships, I think that reminding ourselves that we're enough right where we are is powerful. And reminding our mind of that is has huge consequences because it allows us to show up where we are and be able to move forward. We're not looking back at pers- perspective or a perspective of what we think other people want us to be or what they want us to do or how they think we should show up. You are enough right where you are. That's number one. Number two is I am worthy and deserving. And this could be for so many things. It's a very simple statement. And again, very profound to say, I am worthy and deserving. That is something that if we, in our own minds, Do not believe that we are worthy or deserving of a promotion, of love, of connection, of being paid attention to, then that is energy that you will send into the universe. And a lot of times you get what you're looking for, but you're not going to be able to demand or even embrace that from other people unless you believe it about yourself. 
So again, super simple, but also very profound. One we should practice every single day. Number three is I forgive you. And that's for yourself. It's a very simple, simple statement of I forgive you, whatever that means for you. It could be for today's actions. It could be for five years ago for you as a child, whatever the thing is, something that's hanging or bothering your mind. The next is I trust you, which I love. Trusting yourself is a huge part of being successful in your journey. And that is something that I think with all of us, we want to feel a sense of knowing we want to, we want someone with a crystal ball to tell us everything's going to be okay. Sometimes we want to know that this risk is worth it. And sometimes, not sometimes all the time, it's a leap of faith. And a big part of that is trusting yourself in the journey. I have a quote in my kitchen that says, trust the next chapter of your book. You are the author. It's true. Like you are the author of your journey. So placing that trust in yourself is a big part of keeping commitments to yourself. So what does that look like? For me, it could be saying that I want to commit to taking better care of my skin. And if I say I want to do that and that's a priority, then believing myself that I will do that is washing my face at night and putting serums on. That's a very simple way, but that's building trust with yourself. Another way of building trust with yourself is maybe uh, telling yourself that you're going to work out. You're going to get 30 minutes of workout in five times a week or even three times or whatever that commitment is. But looking in that mirror and making commitments and writing them down and doing what you say you will do for yourself is a huge piece of building trust in yourself. So think about that. What are those promises that you're making? And are you making them too big? Maybe you just need to back off. Trust yourself that you will sleep and give yourself rest because that's just as important as anything else. Uh, Four other situations of mantras that you may want to try. I want you to think of your own. Maybe this is a place where you think about something you're grateful for or another I am statement. Uh, it can be your own piece, but I would, I would suggest to add one in there. And then also to say that I love you to look yourself in the face and say that I love you. That is something that could be really uncomfortable or really easy for you. And I think that that's a place to inspect that, see what that feels like, see what comes up for you as you look at that. And these steps that I've given you actually come from a friend, Tiffany Peterson, these mantras, these mirror exercises. And she developed these and shared them with me. And I loved them so much. And I think that what's really beautiful about this is you can make it your own. It doesn't have to be exactly like this, but the words that we think and the words that we speak to ourselves will always determine where you'll go. You're never going to achieve more than you see yourself achieving. You're never going to be putting yourself in a situation where you are loved or respected or treated the way you don't love and respect yourself. And that's a big thing. And that's something I think all of us are working on. Like we talked about in the beginning, this is something that we are always learning as we grow and adjust and change in different seasons of our lives. Who is that person 
that is in the mirror? How do you love and respect and trust them? How do you achieve those goals that you're going for? Well, it's going to be part of that process and to trust yourself and to remind yourself that you're worthy of that trust and that you are right where you need to be. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. These are shorter Friday episodes. And if you can leave a rating and review that helps other people to find this podcast, it helps me out a ton, huge deal. If you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe. I would love to have you be a part of this channel and I appreciate you being here. So thanks again. And I will see you next week. Hey, CEOs, thank you so much for spending your time with me. If you found this episode inspiring or helpful, please let me know in a comment and a five-star review. You could have the chance of being a featured review on an upcoming episode. Continue the conversation on Instagram at Call Me CEO Podcast. And remember, you are the boss.